0: hello and you're very welcome to season two of the jameson graduate program podcast this is a six episode series focusing on a different part of the jameson international graduate program each week these episodes aim to share insights onto how the programme supports you both professionally and personally from both past and present band ambassadors. You'll get to know all about that serious character we look for in candidates. And I'm delighted to be joined for the first episode by Sinead Darcy and Brendan Ganoya. Sinead is the head of the Jameson International Graduate Programme and Brendan is a year one on the programme himself. They'll be talking to us all about why choose the Jameson International Graduate Programme. Guys, how are you?
1: Hey, Podge, yeah. great
0: to be here. Yeah, fab to be here. Man. Great to have you. Brendan, of mm. course, w- with yourself, I- I'm going to start with yourself to give a little bit of background, particularly because I was in your role yeah. the year before. You've you, you <laughs> taken the mantle <laughs> from me. But mm. uh, you know, before we go into, I guess, why choosing the international graduate program, I want to ask a bit of background about yourself. What did you study? Where are you from?
2: Yeah, well, uh, I studied business in NCI. And uh, after finishing that, I went into finance for about two years before kind of uh, coming into the graduate program. But um, since I was in college, I always knew I had an interest in marketing. just took me a minute to finally take the leap and apply. But um, that, yeah, I applied and got into the program. And the rest is history. I'm the new podge now, so to speak.
0: That's <laughs> it. You're, you're the first friend. I would say you're the new podge. And Sinead, what about yourself? Mm. Well, what's kind of your background before joining the Jameson graduate program?
1: Yeah, so um for myself, um I kinda always wanted to I, I always knew what I wanted to be from an early age. Um, I wanted to be a, a teacher, so I always had an interest in teaching people. So um I actually studied um primary school teaching in Colossio Marino here in Dublin. Um and I taught for four years. And then after those four years I kind of knew that I wanted to diversify my career. I didn't really see myself becoming a school principal or um an inspector, which were some of the career um options available to me as a teacher. So yeah, I went and I reskilled in Smurfit in UCD and I studied a master's in management and joined the private sector, which was very different to working in the public sector. And uh, now I work as head of the Jemison International Graduate Programme with Irish Distillers. So working in marketing. So I never uh, dreamed when I was studying primary school teaching that I'd end up working for a whiskey brand and end up working in marketing. So it's it's been a great journey.
0: And a, quick, quick, a, a kind of fun fact that I, I like to just kind of bring bring up is you set up the Ericsson Graduate Programme, which is still running to this day. And it's funny because my new roommate is on the or some graduate program. So I just thought that was really cool to to have someone who's in the program for, that was set up by by yourself. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I'm really proud, like, I mean, you know, when you work on something, no matter what brand it is or what company it is, I'm really proud to see that com- that uh, programme still thriving today. So, yeah, great to uh, meet someone who knows someone on the programme. I hope they're doing really well. And she's
0: loving it. She's loving great. it. So that's great. great. Brent, I want to start with you. Um, you mentioned there that you, you studied business, you had an interest in marketing. What, I guess, attracted you to the Jameson International Graduate Programme? What made it stand out from all the other graduate programmes um, and what kind of, I guess initiated you to apply
2: yeah well for myself it was very much so the the international aspect of the graduate program being the jamesman international graduate program um but yeah knowing i was always interested in marketing and having that opportunity to work on an irish brand on such a global stage and that that being the start of my marketing career was mm. just too too resist or irresistible yeah absolutely and was
0: there anything in particular you were hoping to get from the program before starting it so when you were applying did you have in your head i hope to get x out of this
2: yeah i definitely had a few ideas like i know for a fact I was like, I really hope to get a foundation in marketing, uh, coming from a business background and even that finance background. I knew I had to, a lot to learn in a, how does a marketing department function? Mm. And um, like how, what's what's branding? Like if you hear about branding, but going into the nitty gritty of it, and then how does that like fit in on a global stage with like over 35 markets on the graduate program? It was really like, wow, th- this m- my career could go in any direction, you know? Yeah, I And mean, look, we, we've talked about and we've had
0: past alumni on the on the podcast and on our social channels, which is Jameson Grad Prog, if you're not following them. But we've seen how diverse the careers can go from the Jameson Graduate Programme. Sinead, I want to ask you because you've, you've been head of the Graduate Programme for five years
1: now. Actually, you can double that. It's 10, which is really scary.
0: 10? <laughs> you, yeah. you started in the program. How long have you been, been ahead of the graduate program? Well,
1: I well, I started off as a manager on the program. Yeah. Um, and then the role of head of program didn't exist at the time, actually. So, okay, so... it just shows you that, like, you know, um, the, the job you want may not exist at the time that you join a company. Um, same with Ericsson, actually. You, you mentioned that, like, when I joined, there was no graduate program. So mm. kind of created that role for myself as well. Um, so, yeah, I've been there for 10 years now. It wasn't the original plan, <laughs> um, but I Guess Irish Distillers has really given me the opportunity to grow and to blossom uh, into the professional that I've become. Like I, I sometimes feel like I'm an imposter working in marketing when actually my degree is in education. And I suppose anyone that's listening who feels like they're not studying marketing or not studying business, um, don't worry because our graduate program is exactly that. It's a graduate program. So we expect people to jo- join us and not have all the skills, not have all the knowledge. I mean, that's our job is to make sure that we hire people with the right attitude, mm-hmm. with that serious character that we look for. And then we can give you all the skills and tools and knowledge that you need. So yeah, if you're not studying business and marketing, but you're interested in starting a career like Bren was um, and diversifying into a new sector, then, you know, there are no barriers. We're looking for people with the right attitude.
0: And it's amazing because when you look at the graduate, certainly even in my year or the years previous or the years ahead of me, um, you know, the, the, the diverse backgrounds of degrees, you know, culinary arts, acting, you know, it's, it's so different. And as you said, you're given the tools you need, so all you all they need is that ambition uh, and, and that want to start a career in marketing. But you've, so 10 years you've been working in the program, you've seen a lot of people come through. Um, do you want to talk about some of the, perf, perf, both personal and professional de- development you have seen over that time?
1: Yeah, I think that's why I'm still here 10 years later, to be honest. It's an absolute privilege and a pleasure. And I honestly think I have the best job in the world. Um, to see young uh, professionals come into the company, so graduates, sometimes straight out of college or sometimes you know with a couple of years' experience in either our industry, FMCG, or in a different industry, as Bren had uh, coming from a finance background. Um, it's a pleasure to see them come in to the program, um, to see them kind of nervous on that first day of induction. But then three years later, to actually see the confidence and the extreme competence that they have as young professionals going out into the world post-program, into their post-program role. So for me, that's why I'm passionate about about what I do. That's why I'm still here doing this job. And that's what I absolutely love about the job. It's really helping young professionals find something that they are truly passionate about in terms of their career and then helping to give them the foundations, solid foundations, that they can actually build a really successful career on. And that career can be long term with us in Perner Recar uh, or it can actually be externally. And that's okay. You know, our job is to make sure that we give you those skills to, to flourish in your career. Um, and we actually have about 430, I think, uh, alumni of the program uh, who've gone through the program over the 30 years. So this year marks 30 years since the program was established back in 1991, and we sent our first ever graduate to Milan. Um, and actually, 22% of those alumni are still working within Perna Car. So the Grab program has really become, over those 30 years, a key pipeline of talent for Perna Car globally. So not just um, for Irish distillers here in Ireland, but actually for Perna Recar affiliates all over the world.
0: And later on into this series, we will have... Career journeys from people who have been with the company quite a, quite a number of years and started on the Jameson International Graduate Program. Um, I, sh- I want to talk about that. There, you talked about the, the kind of global network that we have, and um, how important is the, the global family, um, which the Jameson International Graduate Program is, is kind of built off of as well. You know that that network of, of graduates all over the world.
1: Yeah, and I love to use of the word family because, like, it truly is a family. And um, it's a family that helps support and supports each other. Um, and you know, we have graduates currently fifty-five brand ambassadors in uh, thirty-nine countries all over the world. And they're such a diverse group. We have thirty-five nationalities on the program, and um, who speak a diverse range of languages and have a diverse range of backgrounds. So it's just truly amazing and really inspiring them to, um, to work with young professionals across the world. Like I learned so much from them about how brands are built, how Uh, consumers see our brand through the eyes of a consumer in different continents around the world. So yeah, that global family, that global reach that we have, and the insights that that feeds us back as we build the brand and and, and look to feed the ambition for the growth of Jemison is really, really important. Um, I was in London recently uh, in the Pernod Ricard offices there, and it was amazing to meet so many alumni who've been to the program over the years and have now progressed into, you know, management, middle management, senior management roles within the company. And I know within season one, we talked to C. O'Driscoll and you know, Cece um, post program worked in Dublin, and then she moved to London to work with Chivas, another one of the brands in the Perna Ricard portfolio. And now she's actually based in Sweden. And um, so it's amazing to see those career journeys post program and the opportunities that Ricard as a global company can actually give you, not just to work with Jemison as a brand post programme, but actually to diversify into other brands uh, like Absolute or Shivas or Malibu. And um, so some really exciting brands in the portfolio. Jemison been a key one.
0: And also on that, too, the, the post programme opportunities. And you mentioned there with CC, isn't just in Ireland, um, it's it's globally, it's all over the world. So why we have that global family, that global network of brand ambassadors, and um, we also have that global network of alumni because they're, they're they're based all over the world, which is really really cool. Because you know you you're not stuck to one country. And certainly for career progression, whether whether it's moving on to another role, um, and as I said, we do have career journeys further in this series, and we hear that firsthand. And um, what kind of opportunities are are available after the program but i, I want to take it back to the program um brian but back to you i guess because yeah. you know for, for many listening here they mightn't have they, they, they mightn't they might be applying for the program yeah. or they might be thinking of applying further down the line talk to me about the application process for for you what, what was it like and um, give us a quick, a quick overview of your application process
2: yeah, well, it's funny to think this time last year, I was definitely like keen, waiting for the applications to open, because uh, I absolutely knew it was it was a program that I wanted to go for, and um, so got my written application done. And one thing I will say for anyone, it's it's such a save, um, a lifesaver in the end like go in, uh, register to get your application in, and then copy and paste the questions onto a Word document. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was doing my application with my, my mother, because my mother, I, I have dyslexia, so my mother always mm. helps me with
0: you know my writing and my spelling. And I remember we did it on, on the actual page. And we were in the Sheridan Hotel, I'll never forget it. And the internet went, and I refreshed the page, and it was all gone. Oh, no. Yeah, thankfully now my mother was like, "Right, well, do you just get another cup of tea and stay here another two hours?" Uh, <laughs> but yeah, great, great tip, of, great bit of yeah. advice.
2: Yeah, so that was that was the first thing I did. Got uh, got my written application done, and then uh, the video, which some might find a little daunting, but if you just put a bit of planning into it and you make sure you're realistic with your time, it is it's actually a like, really good crack to do. You know, uh, so made a little script for my video, went out to record it. And this is where that planning part really plays in. Like when I actually, I recorded my video outside. So I was like, oh, I know this lovely forest, Kindlestown woods. I'll go there, find a little spot for myself to record. And so I record it and I get home and I'm there to just kind of snip little bits together. And I'm like, why do I hear Spin 1038 in the background? Oh no, I was recording near a, uh, like a video mast thing. And so I picked up a radio station and none of my audio picked up. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I was just there. I was at home. I was absolutely shocked. I was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> Redo it. Yeah. So it's really important to kind of plan and be realistic with your time because if you do leave a last minute, just little things like that can trip you up. So um, yeah, that was my application process. I got my written application in, my video application in. And um, yeah, and then it was just that that little wait to to see like did I make it through to the assessment centres, and yeah the email came through and I was absolutely delighted. And to be honest, yeah the rest is history. I'm I'm here sitting across from you now. What,
0: but what was this? What was the assessment centres like? In, in like what did you get? Did you get anything from them? What was your favourite part about them? Did you hate them? Did you love them?
2: To be honest, I was quite nervous going into the assessment centers, but I do have to say it's, it's just a really good experience. Like my assessment center was virtual, but we still managed to make some friends, some lifelong friends. And even um, like last week, I was just in Milan visiting the brand ambassador uh, base there, Martin and just being who, like who we'll speak to for later in the yeah. series as well <laughs> yeah and it was amazing to like the first time we met was in an assessment center we we're in the same group and we just kind of got on like a house on fire and next thing i know i'm like i'm meeting him he's hosting me in milan and showing me like what what he get up uh, gets up to you in their office there and it's really those kind of connections and that um that culture of conviviality that is, you can see, is really nurtured from that early stage, from that interview, the assessment centre uh, in uh, in Jameson, and the graduate program. So, yeah, absolutely loved my uh, my experience in assessment centres. Was a bit nervous, not gonna lie, but uh, to talk about like the in the assessment centre itself. So, like for round one assessment centre, you have the uh, presentation, which you get like a brief beforehand, something to prepare, and you'll have your two minutes to uh, to give that. And what what I will say there, as far as just giving a little tip definitely think outside the box and because really we really want to see your your serious character as we call it and to see your personality shine through in that and then there is of course the group activity which um again like we want to see you and we want to see like uh, how you think and your personality and everything and then we finish it off with a small interview um after that
0: Mm. Yeah, and look, you talk about there, you know, they're, they're really, it's a really good experience. Um, it's very unique in, in how they do the assessment centres. And I think you get something from it. Mm. Um, regardless if, if you were successful in the programme, you're coming away with something. And as you said, you're meeting people, you're meeting friends, which is great. And it's always quite fun as well. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, you mentioned there, you met, at, um, you met Martin on the assessment centres. I, I remember people who I met who are now on the programme met me too. And mm. that's always great. It's, it's always cool being like, you want some of you might be my future, you know, colleagues, and some of yeah. us are going to be great friends, going to visit you in, in other countries. But you need, from from an assessors' perspective, or from a recruiters' expect, from a recruiters' point of view, what what do you look for in candidates for the the Jameson International Graduate Program?
1: Yeah, so um, when people are applying, we look for people who have serious character. So that's that creative, innovative self-starter. So basically, that's all kind of encompassed in someone who has an entrepreneurial spirit. So if you're listening and you have you know, um, set up a um, a society on campus, or you've raised money for charity um, while at college or outside of college, or you're part of a, a, a club, or you create content for a local business, or you've set up your own podcast. So whatever it is, if you have that entrepreneurial spirit, then we're looking for someone like you and we call that serious character because to have your own business or your own side hustle you know to make money to uh, see yourself through college um you know that takes someone who's quite creative quite innovative and somebody who is a self starter so if you have that, then this definitely could be the program for you. So when it comes to assessment center, we're looking to assess those competencies, so creative, innovative, self-starter, and we do that through the three assessments that Bren mentioned: so presentation, teamwork, and interview. And as assessors, what we're looking for is key competencies that then support um, uh, the, the serious character we're looking for. So we're looking for your communication skills, your preparation skills, because some of it is, is prep that you you get in the brief before assessment center. We're looking for how you work as part of a team, because you know we all know. Team Teamwork makes the dream work. Um, so, um you know that's the kind of competencies that we're looking for uh, when it comes to assessment centre. We give a really clear brief to candidates because we tr- we like to be clear and transparent. And um, the more prepared a candidate is, the better everyone, um, a better an experience it is for everybody, assessors and candidates alike. So if anyone's thinking of applying, don't worry. Uh, it's not scary. It's a lot of fun. Mm. Um, you know the great thing is that Jemison is a brand where we do have a lot of fun. Um, so if you're thinking of applying, don't be scared. Um, you know have a look at our website, see if the program is for you. That's the most important important thing is knowing is this job of being a brand ambassador and um, is the opportunity of traveling internationally and building a brand on a global stage is it really for you is it really what you want to do and if it is then let nothing stop you.
0: And of course, you've been doing the assessment centers for, for, since you started with the program, I'm sure you've seen so many diverse people come through who've all been hired too. I mean, one of the common misconceptions that I'm certainly, Bren, you in the role that I was in last year now going on to universities and giving talks and certainly that I heard was, oh, you need to be a certain type of person, but that's not the case. We've so many different people. Every market is very different and the requirements for every market is very different.
1: Yeah. So we really are looking for people with the right attitude Um, and we do encompass that in serious character and we do try to say the traits of that or like I said, creative, innovative, self-starter. But really, it's all about attitude. And we can teach you everything else that you need to know to have that, you know, solid foundation in building a career, a long-term career in marketing, be that with Pernery Car for the longer-term post-program or externally uh, with another company. And a lot of our brand ambassadors actually, they truly have that entrepreneurial spirit. And a lot of them have gone on post-program to actually set up their own companies. And like, that's amazing. And that's exactly what we love to see. Because if you truly hire people who are entrepreneurial, then they'll get the foundation that they need working with ourselves on international stage with Jemison, Um and then actually they bring those skills uh, back to the economy to the marketplace and actually create uh, companies of their own which is which is amazing.
0: And it's probably for, for that reason that we're in the top 10 uh, graduate employers of Grand Ireland's top 100 and the number one FMCG category as well. Uh, Brian I want to go back to you again we talked about the application process but a lot of people who are listening to this podcast now are, are thinking of applying what would advice w- would you have going through the process what advice would you have for someone who is about to start their application um who, who wants to who, who thinks that this is the role for them who thinks this is the brand this is the company they really want the role as a brand ambassador
2: yeah well first things, absolutely absolutely go, go for it like definitely go for it take that leap um because i am so delighted that i did and just kind of apply now click on the link and then just get going on it and, and that planning is really important and is really key um, to kind of really make sure you get your best self on that application and show us like your true authentic self but uh, bringing it back to like the key aspects of the application process with that written piece like i said uh, definitely just copy and paste it into a word document like you'll thank yourself later for it absolutely but and just like tip away at it because we do have quite a quite a large window between applications opening in October and right up to um, uh, one p.m. When's it? Twenty third of February, twenty twenty two. So really take that time, plan it, and be realistic with your time, especially when you're in final year. I know, it's a really busy year and everything, but it is absolutely possible. And then when it comes to your uh, video application. Uh, just make sure it it really complements your written because we want to see a full picture of like who who are you as uh, a <clears throat> who are you as a person, and kind of to get that across, and just with that video as well like make sure that we can hear you, make sure we can see you. I'll make sure it's in two minutes because uh, just to ensure the fairness for everyone we like we do stop watching after two minutes so like if you go and do something amazing and or show us something that's just out of this world that you did after the two minutes we might not we might not see it unfortunately so again back to that planning and i found it really useful to have like a little script or even bullet points of what you want to cover in that video because two minutes seems like a long time when you're thinking about it but when you actually kind of like have a camera in front of you. And your video—it's like you—you'd be amazed at how fast it absolutely flies by. So definitely to kind of have that unlock as well. And one last thing I will say about the video as well is. Um, is just to kind of just just be yourself and like definitely stay away from um, from uh, having a voiceover and, and stuff like that because we want to see you like kind of talking to the camera like showing your true authentic self and uh, yeah that's that's absolutely it.
0: I think the video because the video is always and, and Sinead you'll agree here as well the video is always certainly when it comes to the application process what turns a lot of people away um, and often and we talked about it last year and talked about it a few times this year in the series too that when people go on YouTube to look at other people's videos. They might see the first ones that come up, um, myself or, or Pippa Rhymes and very well produced, if, if I may say so myself, but very well produced in, in terms of the quality of the video and what, what you see. But that was my skill you know, and and there's so many people who've come through the program and their video is just two minutes of them talking with a couple of photos. If you go on to the YouTube channel, there's a video that I created about two years ago which shows a brilliant video that you can make easily on your phone. At the end of the day, we want to see who you are and if you're best suited as a brand ambassador in a market. It's not about how well, what Oscar performance you can give on a video, would you agree?
1: Yeah, like, I mean, I totally hear you on the fact that when some people hear that it's a two minute video as part of the application process, that it is a little bit scary, but actually it's a fabulous opportunity because, you know, it gives you as a candidate the opportunity to really show us as an employer uh, the skills that you have that make you a match for becoming the next uh, Jemison Brown ambassador in one of our markets around the world. So like actually just flip it and see it as a really cool opportunity for you to shine, for you to be able to show us and demonstrate in real time, like through a camera, your um, language skills uh, to tell us about your experience in internships placements like I said earlier like setting up your own business your own society in college um, and how you've been you know active uh, throughout your time in college not just uh, learning uh, in the classroom and not just doing assignments but actually how you've holistically embraced college life and then the jobs you've done to make sure that you can fund yourself through college so You know, when you think of the video being scary, maybe just flip that in your mind and think, look, if this is really the job for you, then what a cool opportunity it is to actually get in front of the camera and have two minutes to shine and really show us as an employer why you are the best fit to become the next Geminist and Brand Ambassador. And
0: look, that answers my question today. I was going to ask from a screener and assessor's perspective, what advice do you give to those people who are thinking of applying?
1: Um, so yeah, get the video in. <laughs> it's probably um, or get your application. It's not just about the video. So just to say that as well, like the written application is just as important um, as the video application. So we kind of say that it's like um, a, a good book and then the movie been made. So you know, we as as screeners, what we do is when you apply, we read your application first, and that gives us a good sense of who you are and why you want the program and why you feel you're a fit for the program. And then of course we watch the movie, which is your two minute video. And um, so it's really important, as Bren said, that both complement each other and actually both are equally as important as each other. So just to remember that. And that's probably the biggest piece of advice because sometimes we see amazing videos because obviously people that make amazing videos, their super strength is making content or they have a friend, as you said earlier, who's super good and their super strength is making content. But then when it comes to the written application, it's lacking because they think, oh, maybe if I make a super video, then my written application doesn't need to be as strong. Or on the other side, sometimes people's super strengths are writing um, and their super strength is not making a video so their written application is stronger so really the message for me is you know both are equally important as Bren said they complement each other so the written application and the video have just as much importance so make sure to get both right and make sure both complement each other.
0: And on that as well I guess you know when we're talking you mentioned there that if you have your video creating skills fantastic but this job is also about networking and relationship building and you might have someone in your network who can make videos so don't be afraid to ever reach out and then look at the second point just in the video from a personal perspective is there's six key pillars to a role of a brand ambassador and there's so much while you know digital and content creation can be a piece of that there's so much more to the role of a brand ambassador too so if you don't have the skill set don't let that set you back especially if this is the role that you think you want would you agree
2: absolutely Goodness, I'd have better. Mm.
0: Guys, thank you very much uh, for being the first episode, the first guest on the new season of the Jameson Graduate Programme podcast. I wouldn't want anyone else. Uh, I'm going to finish this episode with a few quick fire questions if you guys are ready. Okay. Absolutely. Brilliant. <laughs> so,
1: Bring it.
2: Question number one, Brent, I'll start with you. Yeah. One word that people would use to describe you? Um, I'd have to say committed, definitely. When I, when I get my mind set on doing something, I get it done. <laughs> yeah. Sinead?
1: Creative. Um, I actually—it's uh, one of the reasons I became a primary school teacher in the first place because I loved actually art, <laughs> um, and um, you know, creating uh, lesson plans for students, etc., and you know, uh, innovative ways to teach things like Irish or maths and um, so definitely creative and it's just amazing I didn't really know about a career in marketing if I'm honest with you so I actually absolutely love that I now work in marketing which is the most creative mm. um um job to be in so yeah I think that's why I love what I do so much
0: great All Right, next question say a word in another language Slead, I will start with you.
1: So I'm going to pull on the Irish language and I'm going to say the word crack. And the reason is that like, you know, talking to you today, Podge, we've talked so much about how much fun is a big part of the application process. And also, you know, when you're when you're joining the program, like we're looking for people with serious character who, you know. Are very serious about their career, have very serious career ambitions, but also want to have some fun along the way, and that's that's basically what this program offers: um, a solid foundation in your career, but the opportunity to have a lot of fun um, a lot along the way. It's
0: so that Irish crack that, that we talk about.
2: Brendan, what about mm-hmm. you? Um, I have to say ballet which is the Spanish equivalent for grand I'm actually learning Spanish (laughs) at the moment and to be honest that was the first that was the first word I I learned and you just find yourself in those situations where someone's like thinks you're fluent and you're you're like like, ballet ballet ballet, ballet." yeah yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Um, next question one place you want to travel to next Bren Uh,
2: for me be South Africa definitely want to get down to Cape Town I've been there before but I just can't seem to get enough of it yeah Sinead
1: Um, So there's so many places, but I suppose if I had to choose one, um, it'd probably be Sligo. I've spent (laughs) enough time there now the last uh, couple of years. Uh, Great county, though, if anyone's thinking of (laughs) a staycation. Um, I think I'd actually choose Seattle. Um, I'm big into music and I really like Nirvana, and I'd love to go to the uh, Nirvana Museum in Seattle.
0: Great. That's a great answer. Um, Three words to describe the Jameson International Graduate Programme. Sinead? (laughs)
1: Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with life changing experience.
2: Good. That's great. Good. We're getting great answers for these, <laughs> Brent. Uh, for me, it would have to be um, convivial, ambitious, and uh, connected. Uh, and I feel like um, especially the convivial piece really brings together like everything we do as, as uh, brand ambassadors and everything we do as Jameson as a brand, uh, because at the end of the day, it is about kind of getting the job done, but we have so much fun along the way with it. Yeah.
0: Dare, dare I say we're creatures that can be vanity.
2: Well <laughs> 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 um, Favourite part of your job, Bren? Uh, for me it's just how varied it is i mean like um as my role as uh, the marketing assistant on the on the james international graduate program like uh, one day i could be sitting here with the podcast with yourselves uh, and then the next day i'm working on gas our global ambassador summit for the uh for the brand ambassadors and the next day i could be like sending gifts out to to brand ambassadors so it's really varied in in uh, everything that i get to do mm. Sinead?
1: Um, I think there's probably two things, but they're connected, if that's okay. So um, the first one is I truly love that it's an international program that we work on. Um, I love that we work with talent from all over the world and the insights and learnings that we get from from that. So as I said earlier, we have 55 brand ambassadors in 39 markets. Like it's just magical uh, to speak to and learn from um, brand ambassadors all over the world. Um, And then that links to the second one, which is um, I really, really have a lot of um, fulfillment from seeing people grow. Grow on the program, and so seeing that talent come in on day one, and then seeing that talent grow longer term uh, within Pernary Care. So, yes, I have a real sense of pride um, when I see people uh, growing uh, over the three years of the program, and I see that growth continue post-program. So, yeah, it's just uh, it's a dream job, really.
0: Great. Now, guys, I have two more questions that aren't that you might know about, but question number one is. Do you have a favorite memory of, of the job so far? Now, Brent I know you're, you're quite new to the role, you're quite new to, to the company, but do you have a favorite memory so far
2: yeah, so far. Wow. Um, I say my, my favorite memory so far is a couple of weeks ago I went down to UCC to give a talk on building your own brand. That was my first time like public speaking. I was so nervous for it. And I just remember I get arriving to campus and I brought my skateboard with me. And I was like, I'm just gonna get a bit of bit of peacefulness and just skateboard around seeing the campus. And then by the time I got in to do the talk, I was just so relaxed. And just seeing like people showing up to, to hear you. I was like, wow, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I'm excited now, yeah. That'll be definitely my favourite memory so far. And Sinead, in your time, have yeah. your favourite memory?
1: I think there's just so many, but... Um... I was saying to the team earlier, over the years, I said earlier I was a creative person and over the years <laughs> on team calls or in team meetings, I normally say like I have an idea. <laughs> and I think one of the ideas that um, I'm probably most proud of is our Global Ambassador Summit that happens in January each year. So after the brand ambassadors have been in market for the first 100 days, then we all come back together either in person or online um, to you know, reconnect, and that's through our Global Ambassador Summit. And I remember the very first summit that we ever did um, here in Dublin. It's typically um, in Dublin, the summit. And just knowing that it was... Uh, something very powerful to bring back this global family and for them to get together and for them to learn from each other and the power of them learning from each other, but also the power of us as a business learning from this global family who were seeing what consumers wanted um, on the ground at grassroots level in countries all over the world. So there was such a huge power in it. Um, and that was uh, six years ago. And the Global Ambassador Summit is a key staple of the program now. Um, and within that summit um, is actually an award ceremony called the jemmies. And, you know, when you have these ideas, you don't know if they'll work or if they don't work. Um, but actually, the jemmies, again, has endured over the last six years as a key staple of the, the program now. And it really is an opportunity for us as a business to celebrate the successes that our brand ambassadors have in market. So to listen to them, to see what they've done, um, to see how they've broken the mold, pushed barriers, etc., and then actually to, to recognize them from, for that through the jemmies. So yeah, some special moments with the Global Ambassador Summit and the jemmies over the years. Yeah,
0: I think from a brand, that's better from some on the programme perspective of of GAS, it's a great way not only to meet your peers, re-meet your peers, I guess, for those who are in your year that you would have been in induction with, but also meet um, brand ambassadors in year two and year three and get to meet them and and kind of chat and and mingle with them. It, It builds your confidence for when you go back out into market. Guys, I want to thank you very much for joining me today on the first episode of the Jameson Graduate Programme podcast. It was an absolute pleasure having you. I hope you had as much fun as I did. Yeah. Yeah, thanks so much, (laughs) Paul.
1: It's been great chatting
0: with you. And if anyone is listening and wants to follow the Jameson Graduate Programme on social, please do at Jameson Grad Prog. Um, or you can go on the website Program.com where you can find all about the graduate program, all about the role and the application process too. Brendan, do you want to remind them of the application process closing date?
2: Yeah, so the closing date for the 2022 Jameson International Graduate Programme will be uh, 1 p.m. Wednesday, the 23rd of February 2022. So don't forget, start that application, get it going, take your time with it and we hope to see you next, uh, soon.
0: Thanks again to Sinead Brent for joining us at the first episode of Season 2 of the Jameson Graduate Programme podcast. On the next episode, we'll have Martin Balliser, who'll be talking to us about the application
2: process hints and tips. See you next time.